There are 200 million plus people in the world suffering. There are 25 plus million Americans who are already documented as having a thyroid problem. But 60% go undiagnosed. Why? Like, why don't they know this? Why are they worried? What can we test? We can test the keys, but not the locks. You know what I mean? You literally can go directly just to the landing page and listen to these people talk. You know, you might be able to just get enough information to go fix it. And by the way, there's ways to correct it naturally. And that's always the first order of business because I'm trying to change a freaking horrible global problem. Welcome to the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast, where we meet the world's top experts to explore the secrets of health, mindset, longevity, and so much more. Are you ready to take charge of your existence and biohack your life? This show is for you. Please keep in mind, we're not dispensing medical advice and are not responsible for any outcomes you may experience from implementing the tactics lying herein. Welcome back to the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. Friends, I am so thrilled about today's episode. L. Russ is seriously one of my favorite people on the planet. And what's so cool is I have been following her work for so long and she is doing revolutionary things for helping people take charge of their health, specifically when it comes to thyroid issues, which is something I personally struggle with. If you experience thyroid issues, thyroid confusion, if things are not working with your doctor, if you truly just want to take charge of your health, do not not hesitate to first of all listen to this episode and second to sign up for Elle's ultimate thyroid course. It is a game changer. You'll get just a little taste of it in today's episode and we dive into so many things. We talk about the history of thyroid medication and why it is creating so many problems for so many people, especially women today. We talk about issues with suppressed TSH. What are your actual optimal thyroid labs? It probably is not what your doctor is saying. You will learn so much about the thyroid in this episode and how to truly take charge of your thyroid, your labs, your medication, if you're on it, all of the things. And of course, Elle is such an inspiring woman. She has become one of my dear friends and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. If you would like to learn more about Elle's ultimate thyroid course, there are a lot of free things on the website. You can go to melanieavalon.com slash ultimate thyroid course. And then if you'd like to sign up, you can use the coupon code Melanie to get 15% off. That's M-E-L-A-N-I-E. I am so grateful to Elle for that. So again, that is melanieavalon.com slash ultimate thyroid course with the coupon code Melanie, M-E-L-A-N-I-E to get 15% off. The show notes for today's episode will be at melanieavalon.com slash thyroid course. Those show notes will have a full transcript, so definitely check that out. We dive deep into things in this episode, so that transcript is definitely going to come in handy. There will be two episode giveaways for this episode. One will be in my Facebook group, IF Biohackers, Intermittent Fasting plus Real Foods plus Life. Comment something you learned or something that resonated with you on the pinned post to enter to win something that I love. And then find my Friday announcement post on my Instagram and again, comment there to enter to win something that I love. If you're enjoying the show, the best way to support it, I kid you not, is actually just to subscribe and or write a brief review in Apple Podcasts. It helps so much more than most people realize. So thank you so much in advance for that. I have a very exciting announcement, friends. I have officially launched a TikTok channel. I've been on Instagram for a while, but it is time for TikTok. And with the channel, I'm going to be posting daily, very high quality, awesome biohacking content, tips and tricks, things from my life. And I really want to bring the glam to biohacking because I feel like biohacking can be very male-centric, 
or focused on a certain type of person. And I just want to break that stereotype and bring all the sparkles. So please join me there. My handle is Melanie Avalon official. Please let me know what you'd like to see from me, what you think of the content. I do feel pretty shy about it. So please join me so that we can be friends and just go on the most epic biohacking adventure. Okay, friends, spirulina update. It is still coming. I know it's been taking a while. It's just because I want to make the most ideal spirulina tablets on the market, ones that are tested for purity and potency and to be free of all pesticides and just the highest quality. So we've got that spirulina source. It tastes awesome. The issue we're experiencing is that in order to make it into tablets, it requires another ingredient. If you're currently taking spirulina tablets and they say they are one ingredient, They are not one ingredient. There is something in there that is helping to keep that structure. So we're trying to figure out which route to go with this. It's really fun because I keep trying different samples. I think I know which one I like the most, but we'll see which one I end up picking. Either way, I really love the taste of our spirulina. It doesn't taste fishy or LGE, and I really experience the benefits. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, you can get my other Avalon X supplements at avalonx.us. Friends, have you jumped on the serapeptase bandwagon yet? That's what I launched with, and to this day, it continues to be my most favorite supplement ever. It's a proteolytic enzyme created by the Japanese silkworm. When you take it in the fasted state, it actually breaks down non-living problematic proteins in your body, so it can help address an array of issues. Like I said, it will clear your sinuses, calm inflammation, It may help reduce cholesterol. Studies have shown it can break down amyloid plaque. It can help alleviate pain and so much more. I take it daily. It is one of the most important supplements in my arsenal. This is the new year. Start it off right. Get some serapeptase. You can get 10% off with the coupon code Melanie Avalon, as well as a 20% off code when you text Avalon X to 877-861-8318. That's Avalon X to 877-861-8318. Those codes will also work with my fantastic partner, MD Logic Health. For that, go to melanieavalon.com slash mdlogic. And of course, all of my supplements I formulated to be the very best on the market. They're tested multiple times for heavy metals and mold. They're free of all common allergens as well as problematic fillers, which goes back to that whole spirulina formulation issue I was talking about. They come in glass bottles to help prevent leaching of plastics into ourselves and the environment. And we even use the minimal amount of stickiness required for the labels to help with our environmental impact. To get these fantastic products, go to avalonx.us and definitely get on my email list so that you don't miss the Spirulina launch special. For that, go to avalonx.us slash email list. Another resource for you guys If you struggle with food sensitivities like I do, you have got to get my app, Food Sense Guide. It's a comprehensive catalog of over 300 foods for 11 potentially problematic compounds. These include things you may be reacting to, like gluten, lectins, FODMAPs, histamine, oxalates, sulfites, thiols, whether or not something is a nightshade, and so much more. It even includes autoimmune paleo AIP status. You can learn about the compounds, create your own list to share and print, and finally take charge of your food sensitivities. It is a top Apple app, often in the top 10 for the Apple food and drinks charts. And friends, get it now because I'm going to be updating it to a subscription basis soon. So you definitely want to get grandfathered in for life at one super low price. With the subscriptions, by the way, I'm going to be implementing some pretty cool features. So I need to do subscriptions to help support that. So like I said, get it now before we change to subscriptions. You can get it at melanieavalon.com slash guide. And one more thing before we jump in. 
Did you know there are over a thousand compounds found in conventional skincare and makeup in the U.S. that have been banned in Europe due to their toxicity? If you are using conventional skincare and makeup, you are directly putting into your bloodstream toxic compounds, including obesogens, which can literally cause your body to store and gain weight. So if your diet's not working, you might want to think about what's happening with your skincare and makeup, as well as carcinogens linked to cancer. I'm not making this up. And just endocrine disruptors in general, which mess with our hormones. Thankfully, there's an easy solution to this. There's a company called Beauty Counter and they were founded on a mission to change this. Every single ingredient is extensively tested to be safe for your skin so you can truly feel good about what you put on and their products really work. I am obsessed with their overnight resurfacing peel, their vitamin C serum, they have shampoo and conditioner, skincare lines for every skin type and incredible makeup. It's so amazing that Tina Fey actually wore all beauty counter makeup when she hosted the Golden Globes. So yes, it is high definition camera ready. You can shop with me at beautycounter.com slash Melanie Avalon and use the coupon code cleanforall20 to get 20% off site-wide. You can get the latest updates from me, specials, sales, samples, and so much more on my email list. That's at melanieavalon.com slash clean beauty. And you can join me in my Facebook group, Clean Beauty and Safe Skincare with Melanie Avalon. People share product reviews and their experiences. And I do a giveaway every single week in that group as well. And lastly, if you're thinking of making clean beauty and safe skincare a part of your future, like I have, I definitely recommend becoming a band of beauty member. It's sort of like the Amazon Prime for clean beauty. You get 10 percent back in product credit, free shipping on qualifying orders, and a welcome gift that is worth way more than the price of the year-long membership. It is totally completely worth it. And I'll put all this information in the show notes. An important announcement, friends. My EMF blocking products are coming. Make sure you don't miss the launch special. For that, get on my email list at melanieavalon.com slash EMF email list. EMFs are actually classified by the IARC as a group 2B, possibly carcinogenic to humans. These are such a problem. We are exposed to them through our Wi-Fi, our cell phones, our AirPods, And they are linked to so many health issues, including anxiety, migraines, headaches, even fertility issues. This is such a problem. Thankfully, you can address your EMF exposure. I'm going to help with that with my Avalon X EMF blocking product line. So again, get on my email list at melanieavalon.com slash EMF email list to check that out. All right, without further ado, please enjoy this wonderful conversation with my dear, dear friend, L. Russ. Hi friends, welcome back to the show. I am so excited about the conversation that I'm about to have. It is with one of my favorite people in the universe, and I actually mean that, and a crowd favorite. Listeners love this woman. I've actually had her on the show twice before, so this is her third appearance. I am back here with Elle Russ. I feel like this woman needs no introduction, but I will introduce her anyways. So I originally had her on for her book, The Paleo Thyroid Solution. Elle has just an incredible story with her own hypothyroidism and taking it into her own hands and finding answers and not only addressing her own health issues with hypothyroidism, but just figuring out everything that is behind that and giving people agency to fix themselves as well. And then I had her back on a second time for her book, Confident as Fuck. What is the subtitle to that book, Elle? It's like uh, how to ditch bad vibes, you know, clean up your past and create your own reality. Yes, that. I sort of paraphrase it. <laughs> yeah. 
That was an amazing episode as well. I remember getting a lot of amazing feedback about how just incredibly inspiring it was. And I can just say from the bottom of my heart that Elle, just as a person, knowing her as a friend, really embodies all of that. Just inspiring, giving you, like I said, agency to take charge of your life and solve your health issues. And at the top of that, just have confidence in everything that you're doing. And so we are bringing Elle back on the show because she recently released a new thyroid course called the Ultimate Thyroid Course. And I think that this is such a valuable resource for people. The book that Elle had is amazing. The podcast she's done is amazing. But now there's something very like mechanical and applicable that people can actually do to take charge of everything when they're struggling with hyperthyroidism. So there's so many different directions that we can go with this, but Elle, thank you so much for being here. Oh, what a lovely intro. One of my favorites as well. I've known you, I think kind of like since the beginning of when we kind of wrote the books and started to get out there. You know what I mean? You might've published yours a little bit after me, or I'm not sure, but I remember how we connected. And then of course we have really fun, great catch-ups just like for two hours, (laughs) like hanging out, talking aside, not about health, right? Just about life. Boys. Boys, some other biohacking stuff. So, and then, yeah, and Melanie has a great episode on my podcast, The El Rush Show, recently. And of course, I've interviewed her in the past for a while. You know, I have, I have courses on both, and everyone listening can get a discount on both of my courses. You mentioned my book, Confident As F. And so I have, I now have developed courses for both of these. The most important really being, I mean, they're both great, but my gosh, the thyroid course. So I took everything that I've not only learned in my own struggle and journey and success in correcting my own hypothyroidism when no doctors could help me, but then also just all of the years of coaching other people all over the world with their thyroid help, health, evaluating their thyroid labs, you know, literally being the conduit between them and their doctor, helping their doctors help practice medicine with them because 99% of the doctors out there are completely uninformed on this topic because they're steeped in, you know, 40-year-old outdated protocols for thyroid treatment. And so just off the bat to get everyone know how huge of an issue this is, and I bet everyone listening knows someone who's like on thyroid hormone (laughs) medication, there are 200 million plus people in the world suffering. There are 25 plus million Americans who are already documented as having a thyroid problem, but 60% go undiagnosed. And so let me just give you a little rundown here. So you're like, wow, 60% go undiagnosed. Yes. And then, so what does that mean? That means the doctors are not taking the correct tests to even, I was on diet. I had a doctor take the wrong test from 1973 who kept saying, you're fine. You're fine. Here, work out more and eat less. You're fine. Go uh, here. We'll put you on the pill for that crazy abnormal uterine bleeding you're having when you're 30 years old. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so, so not only is the 60% undiagnosed because of that, but then how many more are mistreated? Because even if a doctor tests the correct test, they often don't know how to assess them. And then if you're assessing them correctly, even though, are you dosing and correcting it properly? So there's like all steps along the way where uninformed doctors get it wrong. And that's why I, that's why my book is still after since 2016, still a number one best-selling book. It's just consistently successful because it gives answers, but I couldn't do all that I could do in a 30-hour online course. You know what I mean? It would have been a 900,000-page book or something. You know what I'm saying? So I, I went deeper. Now, even though I 
coached people for years one-on-one. At this point, you have to take the course to have access to thyroid coaching with me, which I still keep at a very modest price for half an hour because you know if you've taken the course and you've spent the money, hey, and I don't know how long I'll be doing that, but for as long as I am doing it, I give people that option, but you have to take the course first. Because what I've realized is I've repeated myself a million times, you know, all over the world. And I was able to encapsulate it. So for example, like my book may have a few lab examples, but in the course, it's a two hour thing of me on video with different labs of men, women of all ages, shapes, and sizes going through so that you get to learn. Because Melanie, as you mentioned, I fixed myself. No one else did, right? So, and look, now I had to go order my thyroid medication from other countries. I don't want people to have to do that. That sucks. But I had to take my health into my own hands and do it. It worked. And so, you know, I can't deny that, like, but also, I don't trust you, Jack, Joe, or Sally on how you're going to assess it. I took my own health at risks by doing that. But it ends up that I was right. And so, you know, I don't want people to have to do that. But if you have to do that, and or more importantly, educating and working with your doctor, if you are so educated and you know what's up, A, you're going to find the right people, but B, you're going to be able to really kind of maybe convince your doctor to read that Q&A in the back of my book with Dr. Forsman or, you know, experiment a little bit. Do you know what I mean? But but you've got to step up and become educated because the only reason people are still suffering, I get emails still to this day, they're like, I have been struggling for 15 years with thyroid issues. Okay. The only reason, this is the only thing you gather from this podcast, the only reason anyone suffers that long is only because of two reasons. Number one, you have a dummy uninformed doctor who has no clue how to assess, treat, gauge a thyroid problem. They can't fix you. They don't know what they're talking about. Number two, or, and or, you don't know what you're talking about. Now you shouldn't, right? You shouldn't. The doctor should know. You're an endocrinologist. You should be an expert in all things thyroid but they're not. In fact, they are probably the worst doctors to go to for thyroid help. Anytime anyone says, well, I should go find a good endocrinologist, I go, don't you dare for thyroid. It's the worst doctor you could ever go to for thyroid in the world, but they should be the experts. So then what happens is people eventually find me or a book or do what I did because they're suffering for 10, 15 years. Someone, this is one of the easiest problems to manage, fix, correct. So you and I had a conversation. Do we want to talk about your doctor and what she said that one time? I was just thinking about that because I as well have had my own hypothyroid journey and I've been working with various doctors for years and you've been such a valuable resource throughout all of that. And even when I have found a doctor, like, cause the doctor I'm working with now, and maybe we can backtrack a little bit in a bit and talk about the basic tests that doctors test versus what they should test. But even like, for example, the doctor I'm working with right now, I was working or I am working with her because she's under my insurance, which is hard to find. And meeting her in the beginning, she was very open to testing everything. So like, you know, reverse T3, free T3, T4, like all of the things. I was like, okay, this is good. She even wanted to test fasting insulin. So I was like, like, okay, this is nice. But then we had an experience <laughs> where I was texting Elle about it. And I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. I know I know exactly what it was about the TSH. It was about your doctor freaked out about something on your blood tests that she should not have. And her freak, and I can go into details in a minute, but I'll give the overall. And her freak out is based on an outdated thing from like 40 years ago. Like it's, it's a miss. It would be like me being afraid of 
saber-toothed tigers. It's like, they don't exist. It's not the suppressed TSH. The suppressed TSH. What does that mean? That means, and we'll get into the tests in a minute, but just for right now, so people don't worry, we'll, we'll clear it all up. I'll make sure we do a comprehensive talk about the tests. But the TSH is a 1973 test that just measure, measures the signal from your pituitary to your thyroid. That signal is just a wake-up call signal. It's a signal that your brain makes. You can consider the TSH, which stands for thyroid stimulating hormone. You can look at it like the pituitary is sort of a sensor. And when it senses that your body is low in thyroid hormones, and this is for anybody out there, we all have a thyroid, we all run on thyroid. When it senses that your body is low in thyroid hormones, it sends out a signal called the thyroid stimulating hormone, TSH. And the signal goes to your thyroid and goes, hey, hey, wake up, time to do your job. And then there's a whole cascade, and I'll get into that later if you want to talk about the whole feedback loop. But just back to the conversation about your test. So when people are on a specific combination of thyroid hormones, their TSH result will be 0.01 versus like two. And let's say the range is zero to five. We'll make it, it's, it, it's roughly 0.45 to five, but let's just say zero to five is the reference range of a TSH test. So normal people in this world who have no thyroid problems, assuming the other labs we'll talk about later are normal. The way they used to gauge thyroid was just by gauging the signal. This test is from 1973. That's 49 years ago. Okay. So this test is just the signal. So if the signal wake-up call is sent to the thyroid and the thyroid doesn't do its job, then we'll never know because you didn't take the test to see if the package was delivered, if it actually did the job. So the TSH is only measuring the wake-up call. It's not saying, it's like, it's like if you ordered something from Amazon and then you never received it, you're not going to keep ordering it. Like you're going to look into tracking and like, where'd the package go? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, did it get there? <laughs> and then also, can you open it once it gets there? And also, is it broken? Is it the package? Yeah. And so the, the thing that happens is, all right, so TSH for a normal person in this world might be like two, or 2.2 on a scale of zero to five for normal people, assuming everything else is right. We never, ever gauge someone's thyroid health by just the TSH alone, based on what I just told you. However, when people are on a, a specific combination of thyroid hormones, which is either T3 only or T4, T3, and again, just throwing out overalls here, we can dig deeper later, then their TSH gets suppressed, meaning it ends up looking on a lab test like 0.01, which would have an L next to it as low. Okay. So that test from 1973, just gauging the signal will be low. Why would it be suppressed at 0.01? Like, hey, L, why would the TSH go down? Here's why. Because if the person, because a suppressed TSH, you would be would be a horribly red flag in someone not on thyroid hormone medication combinations I'm talking about. If you were a person in this world and you just had a suppressed TSH out of nowhere, that would actually be a sign of hyperthyroidism, overactive. Why? Because, let me just, I'll do a whole 180 on it, but, or 360. Okay, so the TSH is 0.01 .01 if someone's on a T4, T3 combination of thyroid hormones in decent amounts. And also they're taking over their thyroid. They're saying, I'm introducing exogenous hormones because my shit does not work. So we're going to overhaul it and replace it, right? Just like a 60-year-old man would replace testosterone, lack of testosterone, right? You're just giving your body what it needs or can use, or especially a thyroid, you have to have it to survive. So you're just giving yourself what you need. So when you give yourself what you need, the brain goes, oh, they got it. 
your thyroid hormones don't ever go so low that the TSH needs to be a positive number. So the brain shuts up. The shutting up of the brain, the shutting up of the pituitary is a TSH being 0.01. So what do we find? We find that most people who are optimized on thyroid hormone replacement, which with a T4, T3 combo and or T3 only, and I'm very specific about that because it only applies to those people. It does not apply to people on T4 only. Forget getting into the weeds on that. Let's just go back to this problem with your doctor. So your doctor saw the 0.01, but you were on a T4, T3 combo in amounts that would make it so, where you're overhauling your system. So of course it was going to be 0.01. I There's nothing wrong with that. In fact, that's actually how it works. Now, you don't dose to target a suppressed TSH. It just so happens that when people are on the right levels of the other hormones like free T3, free T4, they have a suppressed TSH. Okay, so why do doctors freak out on this? I'll just make one little quick question too. Further exacerbated the issue was, so that happened, and then she wanted to adjust my thyroid medication accordingly, but the adjustments, because I'm on a combination of NDT and just T3, and so she wanted to give me more T3, but lower my NDT, so lower my T4, T3 combo so that I wouldn't get further suppressed. But then the the like overall effect of that was a net loss of T3 because she was lowering. Like it was, it was literally, it made no sense. It made no sense. I was so frustrated. So thank you, Al, for being here. Well, this happens so much. So basically people on NDT like you or NDT plus T3 or T3 only, when doctors see the suppressed TSH on labs, they freak out immediately and reduce the patient's dose, okay? This is one of the biggest issues with uninformed doctors that keeps so many people sick. So let me explain why. Like, why don't they know this? Why are they worried? Like, why did your doctor freak out that you had a suppressed TSH? Why do all of these uninformed doctors freak out on this? Here's why. There, you, there were studies from decades and decades ago, okay, like over two decades ago, that indicated suppressed TSH might be an issue. But here is where this came into play. What they used to do more than 25, 30 years ago, okay, was that when someone had like thyroid gland nodules, like little benign, but like little kind of tumors kind of on the thyroid, they did this experiment and this, they don't do this anymore. But what they used to do is they used to give these people high doses of T4 only or Synthroid or Levothyroxine to patients with the intention of suppressing their TSH in order to shrink the thyroid gland nodules. They figured like, oh, okay, well, if we kind of shut down some of the signals or something, let's just give these people, a, it's a, this was a horribly fall flawed protocol they don't do anymore, but this is where this fear comes from. So at the time, they used such high doses of T4, they were making people chronically hyperthyroid, okay? And they were seeing bone loss, arrhythmias, all sorts of things. So the medical community stopped implementing that practice because of those outcomes. However, because of that result, the result of that antiquated practice, there are still doctors that think a suppressed TSH is dangerous. Now, if you you should never give someone a ton of T4 that would suppress their TSH. That's why what I'm talking about is when someone has a suppressed TSH on a T4, T3 combo, like natural desiccated thyroid of any kind, or and T4, T3 synthetic, or T3 only, then they are going to get a suppressed TSH. Why? Because, this is a little deep and clear up anything later, T3 is the biologically active hormone. T4 is just sort of a build up, slow release storage kind of situation. So that's why 
the free T3 test always corresponds with how the person feels, usually. If you suppress a TSH with T4 only, you're just giving the storage hormone and you will get the problems that they experience with this protocol. You will. So what happened was, is, and sorry, the, then cut to all of the studies in the last few decades indicate that TSH suppression has no association with these feared results like osteoporosis or whatever. So like with my doctor, Dr. Forsman, who's on the course and the doctor on my book and is my doctor, the patients with the lowest TSH values actually have the best bone density scores. You know, he has patients that move to another state, their doctor refuses to prescribe desiccated or compound or T3 only, and then as soon as the doctor sees the suppressed TSH, they freak out and lower the patient's thyroid medication, not understanding the nuance. So you never want to ever see a suppressed TSH. I mean, unless there's some really random in-depth experiment with thyroid cancer or something people would do. But like for the most part, you never want to see a suppressed TSH. That's not the goal when you are giving someone T4 only. In fact, when someone takes T4 only as a thyroid hormone, their labs should look like kind of normal people. Those labs are completely different looking if you're taking T3 directly, which is what is in armor and T3 only. So for example, just to go a step further, if someone's on T3 only and they have none of the storage hormone, which I was for like, I still pretty much am, but I was for like 13 years, then their labs, the doctors really freak out because it's not only a suppressed TSH, it's also a suppressed T4 and they freak out because they don't understand. But here's the thing, go back to the Amazon example. The signal gets sent to the thyroid. The thyroid releases a lot of T4 and a little T3. And then throughout the day, the T4 will convert into T3 as needed, okay? There's another element here, reverse T3. I won't get into it right now. Brain goes, hey, Melanie's low in thyroid hormone. Let's, or Joe. Joe has not on thyroid hormone medication. He's just a normal person in this world. The brain says, hey, yo, thyroid, wake up. We sense that John has low thyroid hormones. Then the thyroid goes, oh, if it does its job, it goes, okay, thanks. And it pumps out like 80% T4 and like 20% T3. And then throughout the day as you need it, because it's this elegant, wonderful feedback loop of doing the gauging for you, the T4 converts into the active fat-burning energy, brain-life-giving hormone <laughs> of T3, okay? So if you're just giving people, so a lot of endocrinologists will only test TSH and or they'll only test TSH and T4. This is just the first part of the feedback. This is just part of how it works. So if you're only testing the storage hormone, then again, you're only just like continually ordering or looking at the order. You're not looking at, did it convert into the package that's T3? Did it convert into the thing that is the only biological, there's only one biologically active thyroid hormone, that's T3. And then people go, well, what the hell is this T4 there for? It's, you can see it as like T3 is like gasoline on a fire. It's quick acting, quick dissipating. It's energy. You know, bodybuilders jam themselves with T3, not smart, to try to burn as much fat before a body competition, okay? Like they've been abusing T3 for years, okay? Now they have to do other things to offset it, okay? Because there's things about T3 that are metabolically not good. You do not want to put yourself in a hyperstate. We are Goldilocks, not too hot, not too cold. So you can make someone hyperthyroid if you suppress their TSH with all this T4, which is what they were doing. And what does hyperthyroidism lead to? Heart arrhythmias, bone loss, right? Those are the symptoms of hyperthyroidism, overactive. So they didn't know what they were doing. But the studies of the last few decades have said there's no association here. So basically, it's an antiquated belief system 
based on decades-old history of using suppressive thyroid hormone T4 to try to shrink these nodules. And so doctors are still afraid of, of having a suppressing TSH, even though the literature has shown for decades now that you can suppress the TSH with no metabolic consequences whatsoever. So a suppressed TSH does not lead to heart failure, it doesn't lead to arrhythmia, and it doesn't cause osteoporosis. Again, all the things I just said with the suppressed TSH are really only applicable to people on a T4-T3 combination of hormones, whether that's NDT, compounded, or synthroid and cytomel, levothyroxine, and lyothyronine sodium, or T3 only, and not for people on T4 only. So if someone came to me, it's happened. Someone has come to me and been like, the doctor keeps giving me T4, which is levothyroxine or synthroid. That's, by the way, every single uninformed doctor does that. And they had a suppressed TSH, and immediately it was like five-alarm fire. It was like, oh, my God, you are going to have hyperthyroid problems. You could have a heart attack. Like, this is not safe. So that would be weird if a doctor still to this day didn't know that part, at least, because you'd think they'd be afraid of a TSH if they were giving someone T4, but I've seen that happen. But for the most part, they freak out, again, when a TSH is suppressed because of what I just told you. But it's not just because of these old things, it's the way they did it. Do you know what I mean? So why would, why would it be okay that you could have a suppressed TSH if you were on T3 only or NDT or whatever? It is because that T3 is direct. You're taking direct, more direct T3. So it's in your bloodstream, which means the brain goes, oh, she's got it. So they don't send a signal and the signal is 0.01 because they're like, oh, she's got it. I can shut up. Oh, my neighbor got an alarm clock. I don't need to wake them up every morning anymore. Uh, they're good because you're taking over the system by giving yourself thyroid hormone replacement. So when someone's on thyroid, now again, if someone came to me and was never on thyroid hormones and had a suppressed DSH, you immediately go hyperthyroidism because it's like their own body's alarm going, oh my God, I, I, I can't send this signal. It's the pituitary going, oh my God, I need to be suppressed. I can't send the signal. They're getting too much. What does that equal? Oh my God, diarrhea, high heart rate, you could have a heart attack. Hyperthyroidism is extremely dangerous. It's rarer though, much rarer. So you see things like, it's called Graves disease, is usually what ignites hyperthyroidism. There's a lot of commercials on TV in the evening for like thyroid eye disease. And I've been seeing this and I'm like, oh my God, Graves must be on the rise then. Because why would there be a paid ad on a primetime show for thyroid eye disease, which only happens with people who are hyperthyroid, could it be the increase of autoimmune issues in our society, et cetera? So perhaps hyperthyroidism is maybe on the rise because thyroid eye disease comes from hyperthyroidism, not hypo. Okay, so there's that. So it's okay if someone's taking direct T3, which would be in natural desiccated thyroid or a T4, T3 combo or T3 only. They're taking T3 and ingesting it. So again, it's in the blood and the brain goes, ah, they're good. So then it's okay to have the suppressed TSH. If you're just giving someone T4 and you suppress their TSH like they did in this old stupid protocol that they don't do anymore, then you will make the person hyper. Hi, friends. Do you want to come hang out with me and Dave Asprey and so many other guests I've had on the show? You simply must come to the 10th annual biohacking conference. May 30th through June 1st in Dallas, Texas. And of course, I have a massive discount code for you guys. I went last year to the one in Orlando and it was one of the most fun times of my entire life. I met and got to hang out with so many guests that I've had on the show. I met so many of you guys. And of course, there's lots of Danger Coffee and Dave Asprey approved meals and dry farm wines. 
And that's just the social aspect. The conference itself is mind blowing. They have this incredible expo where they have all the biohacking supplements, all the biohacking things. You can learn about them, try samples, meet the creators and founders. If you haven't tried a lot of biohacking things, it's a great chance to actually try them out in person. Things like brain tap, infrared sauna, hyperbaric oxygen chambers, and so much more. There are so many incredible speakers as well. You can hear talks from people I've had on the show like Paul Saladino, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dr. Sarah Gottfried, Dr. Mercola, Dr. Annika Becca, and that is just a few of them. I seriously had the time of my life last year, and I would love to hang out with you guys. And you can get 35% off tickets. Just go to melanieavalon.com slash biohackingconference and use the coupon code BCMelanie to get 35% off your tickets. That's melanieavalon.com slash biohackingconference with the code BCMelanie to get 35% off your tickets. This code can be used for general admission or for VIP access. Seating is limited. They do sell out. They sold out last year. So get your ticket now. And if you come... Definitely let me know because I want to meet you. So hopefully see you guys in Dallas. MelanieAvalon.com slash biohacking conference with coupon code BCMelanie. Get your tickets now. I'll see you guys there. So I hope that all made sense and I'm happy to clarify anything along the way. I know this is maybe someone's just coming to this. On. So that's why your doctor is a dumb dumps, right? Because she wanted to reduce your medication this happened to a friend of mine, a colleague of ours who used to work for Paleo Magazine years ago. He has no thyroid gland, okay? So it's like extra important that his thyroid's optimized. When you have your thyroid gland removed, you have to be on thyroid hormone replacement or you're you're dead, period. Like You're just dead. So he was on Armour Thyroid, which is natural desiccated thyroid. It's a combination of T4 and T3. He's on it for years. He sent me his labs. His labs looked good. He said, my doctor wants to lower my medication, though, because of this TSH. I get this like 25,000 times a month. You know what I mean? Like, this is like the number one. It's still, and it's so much so that, by the way, all that I said to you guys out there listening, if you do, when you click Melanie's link for my thyroid course, this, that that page, just if you want to scroll right down to the bottom and right down to the bottom, you're going to have a whole section that just says, for those of you that have a doctor who freaks out about his press TSH, and everything I pretty much said to you is a quote from Dr. Forsman of middlepathmedicine.com, but Dr. Forsman who's been practiced for 30 years. So they're seeing it from, they're hearing it from a doctor. It's also taken directly out of the Q&A in the back of my book, The Paleothyroid Solution. So if you just need that at any time, go there, you know? Maybe just that alone, copy and paste it, text it to yourself so that you have it, show it to your doctor. That is why they freak out about it. And so what I said is really only applicable to people on T4, T3 combos with a suppressed TSH. You don't want to suppress a TSH when someone's on T4 only. But because when they did, look what happened. And they weren't doing it right. But they don't do it anymore. And all the studies show that it's no problem. I've had a suppressed TSH for like um, 15 years. Wow. Around like what you were saying, like 0.1? Point zero zero point zero one is what a, a classic, it could be even more suppressed, but that's like a, hey, nothing's happening, right? And the scale of TSH is usually the reference range almost everywhere is 0.45 to 5.0, something like that. That's why I just gave the zero to five as a range. So if you, so a suppressed would be like 0.01 or 0.08 or whatever. You could have a more suppressed thyroid, but that's kind of generally how it looks. That's how yours looked. That's how most people who are optimized on thyroid hormone replacement, what it looks like. And again, it's not that you target that. 
because there are people that sometimes just need a little sprinkle of thyroid hormone replacement. You know what I mean? I've, I've met many of those where their thyroid's like pretty good, but yeah, they could use a little leg up, but do they need like to overhaul the whole thing? No. And they just take a little. Now that's not most people that I deal with. Most people have to take an amount like you and I do that would suppress a TSH, right? That would make our numbers look like someone on thyroid hormone. I can tell by looking at almost anyone's lab work, whether they're on thyroid hormone or not. So I'm really talking about the people that need to take it in amounts that are like standard thyroid hormone replacement versus someone who might just wake up and take five micrograms of T3 a day, but everything else is good. Do you know what I mean? Their labs are going to look way different. That's not going to cause a suppressed TSH. Five micrograms of T3 won't do that, right? So just want to make those clarifications. And this is why <laughs> in my course, like these are the detailed things I go through, including how to dose this stuff. Nobody, you can't find a book or anything out there that is going to go through detailed, like how do you dose natural desiccated thyroid? How do you dose T3 only? What are all of the variety of protocols and things that you can do? Because it's, it's individual, a lot of it. But you can get enough to know what you should try with your doctor. And at least you're educated enough to go, hey, let's try this. You know what I'm saying? Let's try this dosing. I've also seen crazy dosing things from doctors. Like people will be like, my doctor told me to take this T4 on a Monday, every Monday, but then every three days increase this to that. And then do Yeah. Yeah. That's what she wanted me to do. Oh, there you go. That's right. I'm not saying that's not wrong, but it's like, mm, it kind of tells me they might be uninformed. What was crazy was she thought she was raising my T3 and lowering my T4. That was her intention, which I don't even think should have been the intention, but that was her intention, but that wasn't actually the dosage adjustment she was recommending. Weren't doing that. And it just made me realize like if I wasn't looking at it myself, like just how often is this happening to people? All around the world, it's no different. I talk to people. I've literally, the only people I haven't been able to talk to, no, I mean, it's just because they're limited in how they can speak with me. It's like Saudi Arabia. They're like not allowed to like use WhatsApp or any of the, like all these different things outside the country. But other than that, I have spoken to people in literally almost every country from, from Sweden to Brazil to Australia. It doesn't really matter. India, everywhere. It's the same exact problem. And this is keeping patients sick. And so now you can see, gee, no wonder 60% are undiagnosed. How many more are actually struggling? Who are mistreated? What's the percentage of people that are on thyroid hormone already that are mistreated? So many people come to me that are already on thyroid hormone replacement. And so this is what happens. So then they're not optimized. And then the doctors are like, well, and then they come in and they go complain. Like I have depression. I have this. They go, well, it's not your thyroid. Because again, they're gauging it completely wrong. And so then they're giving the person Prozac or doing this over here or patching up symptoms that are actually coming from hypothyroidism. You can be hypothyroid and be on thyroid hormone replacement if you are not optimized on those thyroid hormones, right? It's like someone needing, let's say someone like really needs testosterone or any hormone and you just give them a little bit. Okay, well, but it, did it make them, their symptoms go away? And so then if it doesn't, you just go, oh, well, we'll give you other stuff. We'll do other things. So it must be in your mind you need to see a therapist or you need to work out more, or whatever it is. So we'll give you a weight loss drug. So that's why people stay sick and struggling because they've gone to three, four uninformed doctors because it's very hard to find informed. To this day, I don't know many other than mine and like maybe a couple others that like I could probably work with if I had to, you know, but other than that, I don't know many. And that's sad because I've been doing this a long time and I'm like a thyroid expert and I talk to people all over the world. There are doctors who have implemented what I do and who use my book. And those doctors 
I had a doctor email me recently. I put it in my testimonials where he's like, oh, I just got to tell you, I'm an MD and I recommend you to everyone, but I tell them that you're not a doctor, but that you know more than most doctors, including myself. He goes, I've watched your interviews like 50 times. And then he, and then he's like, Hey, so how, and then he asked me a specific question about dosing. And I was like, dude, you know, like take my course or like, I, I can't go like, now it's going to be like a two hour, you want to pay me for a two hour consultation. I'll tell you. But so even doctors, you know, and by the way, I love that doctor. That doctor is not trenched in ego, is he? Because he's willing to admit he didn't learn everything in medical school. He's willing to admit and understand that there's a problem here, you know? So how did the doctors that know what's up, how did they get there? Well, the way that my doctor describes it, he's like, look, we were taught what we taught like 35 years ago in medical school. And it teaches us the standard. Even if you went to the endocrinologist website, Association of American Endocrinologists, they're like, we want to see everyone's T3 here. We want, like, There's no nuances. They don't understand. They're going to push T4. And so, and, and why is that? Let's go back in history. So in like the late 1800s, there's people that had goiters, which are like enlarged thyroid glands. Like you could, one could even be the size of a basketball or a melon, like, you know, or a tennis ball. There's like these lumps in the throat. And this brilliant British physician in like the 18, uh, late 1800s, I don't know how he came up with the idea, but he extract, extracted sheep thyroid gland from sheep and he injected it into humans and it worked. Thus came natural desiccated thyroid, which is from now pigs, mostly not sheep. Okay. Then 19, so people were put on that. That's and helped their thyroid problem. Then 1950s, you, the pharmaceutical companies on the rise and they could not patent natural desiccated thyroid. It's been around forever, right? It's just a thing comes out of an animal. So they came up with T4 only. They came up with levothyroxine. They came up with Synthroid. They came up with that as a treatment. And then what they did is they put out a bunch of propaganda against the, oh, this stupid sheep stuff and pigs and not meant for humans. And they got every endocrinologist on board and sold to, and then endocrinologists became T4 militants. Okay. So then what happened is like, so that happened in the fifties. And then about, I would say, huh, probably 20 years ago is when things really started to turn around where people were like, I'm sick. I'm suffering. This T4 is not working. It's not working. And thank God some geeky doctors did some investigation and they went back to the hundred plus year old, right? NDT. And people were like getting out of their wheelchairs and like, Oh my God, thank God. You know, thank God I got off the stuff. But still that's touted today is the one size fits all. If you go to most doctors, you know, they, they just don't get it. Like even my, I mean, I have a functional medicine doctor that I pay out of pocket for. And then I have the dummy uninformed doctor down the street that you just go to because it's on your insurance, right? And you get your blood work from every, you know, that doctor. And she's not only obese. Okay. So that's just concerning. She knows I wrote a book about this. She's just like, doesn't understand the way my thyroid labs look. It doesn't matter how much I explain it to her. She's indoctrinated. She just can't see outside of this. So the doctors that know what's up, how do they know? It's because patients kept coming to them and they were like, still went back to their geeky, awesome, investigative medical school self. And they decided to go, well, hold on a minute. Let me look into this. And they looked into it and they thought, you know, maybe we should go back to NDT. Hmm, this doesn't make sense. That's what happened with Dr. Forsman. He'll admit to this day that he mistreated probably a lot of people back in the day on thyroid because that's all they knew. But you want a doctor who's willing to challenge things, who's willing to also see a pattern in patients that goes, this doesn't sound right. So if you are mistreated on thyroid 
hormone, mm-hmm. meaning you're not optimized, you'll still have hyposymptoms. And then when you go complain to the doctor about it, they will put you on Prozac or do something else. And they'll go, oh, well, yeah, of course you're depressed because it's a hypothyroid symptom. Now, that's an insane comment because you wouldn't have the symptom if you weren't hypothyroid. I'm on thyroid hormone replacement in the proper amounts that make me unhypothyroid, right? I have to take thyroid hormone for that every day, and you take it too, but it makes me not hypo. But if I lowered my dose significantly or did something else, it could make me hypo. So these doctors will just pass off like, oh, well, it's a symptom of hypothyroidism. They're like, no, idiot, hypothyroidism is fixable. So you just haven't fixed it. So that's an extra dumb-dumb doctor who would say something like that. So if you're so it's the it's the awesome doctors like mine and the other functional medicine doctors out there and the people and it's probably a few endocrinologists that are willing to learn that are willing to look at these things and go above and beyond. Now the doctor down the street has 15 minutes. They're not going to read a book or a Q and A. They're not going to talk to you. They're not going to measure your insulin and blood levels and HB. You know, I mean, they're not going to do all of this stuff that we, you and I do and you talk about. So that's usually why we have to go above and beyond financially and get someone who's not under insurance, who's not beholden to insurance companies, who spends hour with, hours with you, who does in-depth testing. Now, you don't need that to correct thyroid, okay? That would be more applicable to someone who had like, right, mold and mercury toxicity plus Lyme disease, plus they're going through menopause. Like, okay, yeah, see a functional integrative physician for that because that's a one-stop shop. But they're looking at the whole body. They're spending time with you because they are not beholden to anyone else or dictated by some medical group that says you need to see 50 patients a day. So when you go into a regular doctor, they're just the 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 solution is, oh, your thyroid's off, let's give you T4. But he, let me give you a couple great examples of where that also has been wrong. So Mark Sisson, who you've interviewed and is my mentor of 10 years, wrote the Primal Blueprint, founded Primal Kitchen. He and also this has happened to many people who have called me. So what they do is they, they'll wake up, they'll go to the gym, fasted, and then they go in for their blood work at like 9.30, 10 a.m., right, for their annual blood work. And the doctor's only testing the TSH, okay? Then the doctor says, and that doctor actually said this to Mark Sisson, he goes, so the TSH, zero to five is the range. It was like 3.5. And the doctor's like, oh my God, I think you have a thyroid problem. I think you have a thyroid problem. And Mark's like, I've never had a hypothyroid symptom in my life. My weight's amazing. If you look at Mark Sisson, you're like, the guy is like ripped. There's like, he's no symptoms whatsoever of hypothyroidism at all. He's like the most unhypothyroid person I've ever met. <laughs> exactly. So here's why now maybe it'll make sense earlier. They saw the TSH elevated. Okay, so they were freaked out because, again, they're using only that measure. They didn't test the other tests. So they're just using this measure, and they go, oh, my God, it's elevated. I'm worried. Here's some T4, or you need to think about thyroid hormone. But here's why it was elevated. Because, like I told you about it being a sensor, kind of. All right, so Mark went, woke up, had coffee, right, go, or whatever, water, goes to the gym, works out fasting. Now he's going into get the blood draw. The needle's going into his arm, and the brain is going, oh, he just worked out and did all this stuff and has been up for hours. He's low in thyroid hormones. Hey, let me send the wake-up call. So the signal goes up to 3.5. It's just a snapshot. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a freaking snapshot when it's in that situation. And so no one should ever, ever in the history of ever be put on thyroid hormone replacement if the doctor has only tested TSH 
or the doctor has only tested TSH and T4. Now there's a, I have lots of audio testimonials on the sales page for the thyroid course that you could literally, you could probably even solve your thyroid problem by literally just going and clicking on Melody's link and like playing the testimonials from these people. But Kara is a great example on there. Kara was on T4 only for years. No one tested her for Hashimoto's, which is an autoimmune form of hypothyroidism. And and she was struggling, had miscarriages, all sorts of stuff. Long story short, because everyone can go listen to this 30-minute story of hers, and her story is also in the back of my book. I When I went to her house at that time, I said, hold on a second, let's pull up the test from your endocrinologist, the original doctor that diagnosed you, that put you on Synthroid T4 only, and let's look at these tests, because I'm willing to bet that he didn't test 3T3 or anything else. We looked at like 10 years of tests, and he only tested TSH and T4. He never tested the fact, is the T4 converting to T3? Is the, do you know what I mean? And so she remained sick, had miscarriages she didn't have to have, bald, curled up into a, and she had allergy, she had to get allergy shots three times a week. Because again, no one was addressing not only her thyroid problem correctly, but it, this is what happens to people on T4 only. Sometimes you can be on Synthroid and be great for the rest of your life, but it often fails people because it's not endocrine mimicry. Because let's go back to what I said before, when the pituitary sends the TSH signal to the thyroid. The thyroid does its job. When it's doing its job, it's also pumping out direct T3. It's not just pumping out T4 only. And then also, even if that would work for someone, if someone has a synthrite, you still have to test and go, well, is the T4 converting into the thing that matters, which is T3? Yeah. So, well, first of all, that is fascinating, the history about the patents with T4. Because, I mean, it's really frustrating to step back because I think people who are not that familiar with hyperthyroidism or what these mean and all of these hormones, if they do see anything like we've talked about, doctors usually test TSH and T4, which now we've clarified, super clarified that TSH is not a thyroid signal. It's a pituitary signal. Yeah, it's not a hormone. It's just a, it's, even though it says thyroid stimulating hormone, it's actually not a thyroid hormone. It's just like a signal. Yeah. And it's from the pituitary speaking to the thyroid, right? Yeah, exactly. And then T4, which is the storage form, not even the active form of thyroid hormone. So doctors are, I'm just trying to like recap. You could live your whole life without T4 in your body, which is, which is applicable to the people who have to take T3 only. That's another discussion. That's the last resort choice of thyroid hormone replacement. But people who take T3 only, their labs, like I mentioned, will have a suppressed TSH and a suppressed T4. And then the doctor really has a meltdown because they're like, oh my God, you need T4. And you're like, no, you don't because I'm not converting. And that's a, I don't want to confuse the listeners. We can get into reverse T3 later. But T3 only, which is something that I was on and still pretty much I'm on for over 13 years now, I'm getting the direct, I'm overhauling that whole feedback loop. I don't need the T4 to build up and convert. I don't need anything. Just I'm giving myself the direct stuff, which again, not the most optimal. It's not the most endocrine mimicry, but for people that cannot tolerate T4 or can't convert it, then what do they do? Well, give them the direct shit, which is what you do. So then a doctor is going to be extra freaked out because they're like, they just don't understand. So you can live, I've lived, I lived for 13 years with like no T4 in my body. Like it doesn't, it doesn't matter. T4 is useless unless it converts to T3. And that's really the important message out of this feedback loop discussion. T4 is freaking useless. Now, 
there's, I could, you know, we don't have to get into the weeds on this now, but it's all in my course never. It's like, well, what causes conversion problems? You know, like I'll give one example. There's a fellow thyroid author named Paul Robinson out of the UK who self-published a book called Recovering with T3. He's been on T3 only for over a decade. He is a guy that literally his whole life, they tried to treat his hypothyroidism with T4 only, and it never worked until one day he took his shit into his own hands like I did. And he dosed himself with T3 and he got better. And so in, so in his situation, like he, he talks about it, he lost like his relationship with his family was terrible because hypothyroidism causes so many issues. You're sick, you're exhausted, you can't participate, you're not fun to be around, you know, you're a mess. It's not life. And so you know, he, he, he's like kind of still a little bit kind of bitter, you know, about the fact that hypothyroidism effed him up so bad. Then later genetic testing came out. It's like 600 bucks. You, no one would go and do this particular thing, but he went, there's two enzymes, D1 and D2 that are responsible for the conversion from T4 to T3. And then finally the test came out a couple of years ago and he got tested and it turns out he has like whatever the, the mutate, the, they're non-existent, which means it makes sense why he couldn't convert T4. So thank, God, he found T3. Thank God I found T3 because my T4 that I was taking in the armor that I was taking initially would not convert into T3. It would convert into the inactive form, which is reverse T3. And then in that case, I'm still hypothyroid, even though I'm on thyroid hormone replacement. And so T3 only saved my life too, because I gave, I don't have to rely on conversion at all. Whether I'm swallowing it or, you know, you know what I mean? There are people that have conversion problems who aren't even on thyroid hormone medication. They just, their T, the T4 that their own thyroid pumps out doesn't do the right thing. So there's lots of stages along the way as to like what causes a conversion problem or why people couldn't tolerate it. For the most part, across the board, people can get optimized on a T4, T3 combination in natural desiccated like you're talking about or Synthroid and Cytomel or, you know, compounded T4 and T3, any combination of T4, T3. Now, you're a candidate, too, that has a nuance where you take T4 and T3 in the combination of NDT, but you add a little T3 to it, right? And so that, that and, and again, we could, I don't even know how thoroughly we went through it after discussion with your doc, but we can always offline have another discussion about your labs or if you need to add more T3 or, or whatever. And then dosing time is important. Like some doctors will just give like, here's like a bunch of NDT in the morning and it's just too much. It's overload. Most people on a T4, T3 combo do better when they multi-dose like twice a day. If someone's on T3 only, I mean, they're dosing three to five times a day. I dose three times a day. So I, sometimes I dose two, it depends. And again, that's a nuance with T3 only. T3 only is the most volatile last choice of thyroid hormone replacement, but it is a lifesaver when all of these problems happen. And so doctors just, it's very rare to find a doctor that understands reverse T3 or understands T3 only dosing. It's extremely rare. So you mentioned in the story that I took my hands and my health into my own hands. I had to do it twice. I had to do it twice in 10 years. The first time I got on NDT, I was on armor and I was doing well. My labs look good. I put them in the book. They're in the course. They look great. Then the T4 started to not convert and it started to convert into the inactive form. And I started to become hypo again, even though I was on thyroid hormone replacement. That's when I learned about this. Then I was on my own again, a second time in a decade going, oh my God, no one knows about this. Even more less people know about this problem. And then I had to go dose myself again. I did it twice. I never had a doctor help me ever dose my thyroid hormones. 
I'll get his advice on stuff. I'll be like, oh, hey, I'm thinking about this. What do you think? You know what I mean? But for the most part, like I'm kind of an expert in it and I can, I can gauge it, but I bounce it off of them if I'm going to make a change. Like for example, I was on T3 only for like 13 years and I, I noticed that I felt like I had to kind of adjust my dose more than seemed right. Because again, it's volatile. You're giving the direct T3. You want this thing to work with T4 and T3. You want the, the elegant you want the you want your body to make the decisions as it's supposed to about when to convert T4, when not to. It's a really elegant feedback loop. It's like a safety mechanism. So now when you take T3 only, you are a person now who's like in a human brain trying to gauge what you need cellularly. So it'd be lovely if T4 could work for everybody, but it doesn't. And that's not to say other people don't have that problem. There's people that have been on the same dose of T3 for 10 years and they're fine. I noticed personally that I felt like I was always tinkering with it and it kind of was a pain in the ass. So I called Dr. Forsman and I go, what do you think of like me adding a little bit of T4 in the morning, just a little bit? Would that help at all? Would you think that that would make the day smoother? And he said, yeah, try 12.5 micrograms. That's like the lowest dose on planet earth of T4 anyone has ever taken, right? This is like very little. And so I did it, but but not enough to maybe cause a reverse T3 problem. So I added a little bit of T4 to my morning, and sure enough, it actually does make things steadier. Why? Because for me, at least that T4 is there. It's not too much where it's going to convert into the inactive reverse T3. But in the event of a drop or whatever, it could pick up and kind of smooth it out, if that makes sense. Now, there are some people that cannot even tolerate 12 micrograms of T3 at all. I mean, T4. They can't even tolerate any of it right? Like Paul Robinson or, or other people that even Amy Horniman, thyroid expert, she, she can't tolerate any T4. She's tried. By not tolerating it, it turns to reverse T3? That and, or they feel horrible. They gain weight, even if they don't have the diagnostics to prove it, but it's all off. Something's wrong. They don't feel right. Same with Paul Robinson. Now with me, it worked. It does feel right. And I've taken tests since. And, you know, I, I, again, it's, it's, it's a little bit enough and it actually did the thing we thought it could do. If it didn't, I would have gone off it and not taken it. So I take a little T4 in the morning with T3 and then I take T3 only the rest of the day. I mean, not like all day, right? But like later in the day. So I'm mostly on T3 only. I'm on more T3 than I am for this little minor dose. So there are lots of nuances like that. Or sometimes people are on armor like you or other NDT or T4, T3 combos, and they need to just add some T3 to it. Do you know what I mean? So there's like a lot of variables here. And again, I the course is 30 hours. That's like a semester in school. I go through all of this, like every nuance that you can imagine. Now, still it's a personal individual endeavor, right? In a lot of ways, whether you're working, you know, of course, working with a doctor or not, it's an individual thing. Some people, Amy is a great example. Amy Horniman, she's a great example because she takes like, I think it's a, she takes 75 micrograms in the morning and 75 micrograms in the afternoon of T3. That's a lot of T3 to take in one dose for most people's standards. Now that works for her, but that would like give me a heart attack. Do you know what I mean? Like if I just tomorrow decided to do that, that would literally, I would be in the hospital from a heart attack, but she needs it. So what can we test? We can test like, we can test the keys, but not the locks. You know what I mean? Like we can't test to see what's going on in the cell and how much. So some people, it's like, it's like hormones. There are people in menopause where they might have testosterone that's high, higher at the top of the range on a blood lab, but they still need testosterone. 
Do you see what I mean? So CJ Hunt's a great example. CJ Hunt is an awesome paleo writer, director, investigative reporter. He did one of the, the best documentary on paleo nutrition called The Perfect Human Diet. Also has a book. I've talked with him publicly about it. He had a thyroid problem. He was not able to tolerate T4, T3 combos, was so sick. He has to take 150 micrograms a day too. So he wakes up, takes 50, then takes 25. Then t- like he has to take a lot. And again, because that's right for him, because that's what get him the labs, where if I took that, it'd give me a heart attack, make me hyper and blow me off the grid on the blood labs. So it, it's all spectrum. Some people just need a little sprinkle. Most people need a standard thyroid hormone replacement. We can kind of go, all right, it might be between this micrograms. And then there's people like Amy and, and CJ that need high amounts because why? Well, for whatever reason, that's what it takes to affect them in the right way to make them unhypothyroid. So, you know, when, some, when a doctor says something like, oh, well, that's too much, You'd be like, yeah, well, why though? Are you looking at a number? Because most doctors would go, oh my God, CJ, no one should be on 175 micrograms a day. By the way, CJ also has a heart issue he's had since he was 18. So a lot of doctors, because of that old TSH bullshit about thinking it caused heart arrhythmias, they will freak out about the T3 only because they'll be like, oh, it's bad for your heart. You need T3 for your heart. Hi friends. I am so excited to tell you about something that I am obsessed with that can revolutionize your health, help with stress levels, support longevity, and really help you when you go out and are having a bit of wine or drinks or all the things. And I'm going to tell you how to get $100 off. So I've been talking about the role of NAD in our health for so long. NAD stands for nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide. It is a coenzyme that is involved in so many processes in our body, including energy production and DNA repair. And it is depleted by things like stress, aging, lack of sleep, alcohol, and of course, too much partying. In fact, a lot of researchers believe that declining NAD levels is one of the key factors in aging. That's why I have been really interested in boosting and supporting NAD levels. And I have tried all the things. You can take precursors to NAD called NR and NMN. I still take NMN. However, I am much more alert by directly giving your body NAD. And historically, the most common way to do that that is accessible to people was through NAD IVs and NAD shots. I actually never did an NAD IV for a few reasons. One, they are extraordinarily expensive. Two, I've been doing the shots, which I liked because they were easy to do. That said, they always made me feel a little bit unwell right afterwards. And I've heard that the IV makes a lot of people feel unwell. So if the shots were making me feel unwell and that was going into the muscle first as like a barrier, I can't even imagine what putting it straight into my bloodstream would have done. Plus with the IVs, you have to sit there for potentially hours. So basically IVs were a no-go for me. So like I said, I was doing the shots, but I was like, I wish there was an easier way to do this. Then a company called Ion Layer reached out to me Oh my goodness, friends, I am so obsessed. So they make transdermal NAD patches and they have studies showing that these patches actually boost your NAD levels. And what's so amazing is you put on a patch. It's super easy to put on. I have a video on my Instagram about how you do it. You basically get this patch thing with like a negative side and a positive side. You put saline on one side, you mix up the NAD with some sterile water and the NAD that they give you on the other side. Then you stick it to your arm or wherever you want to put it. You put a super cool black patch over it, kind of like how you put the patches over CGMs. And then what's amazing is there are no side effects. You don't feel unwell from it and it lasts for 14 hours. 
And it's so easy. You can do it at home and then you can really decide when you want to do it. So with the shots, I was doing them once a week and I was trying to do them before going out with this patch. Now I put on the patch before going out and it makes me feel so good. It really helps the next day from any alcohol recovery that you may need. And they look pretty awesome with my outfits. Not going to lie. I am obsessed with these patches. I just want everybody to know about them and they are so much more affordable than the shots or the IVs. If you want to boost your NAD levels, support anti-aging, help with your stress, help with lack of sleep, and or optimize your partying. You need these patches, friends. And I'm so excited because working with the company has been amazing and they are giving you guys $100 off, which is incredible. So to get that discount, just go to melanieavalon.com slash ion layer. That's I-O-N-L-A-Y-E-R and use the coupon code melanieavalon to get $100 off your first order. I cannot recommend these enough. I'm going to use them for the unforeseeable future, probably for the rest of my life. It's literally just become part of my arsenal now. Like when I'm getting ready to go out, usually once a week, put on my NAD patch. And even if I don't go out that week, I still like to do one once weekly. Oh, PS. They're also amazing for traveling. You guys know I'm not a big traveler. I've been doing more traveling recently and I wear these on the plane there and back. Game changer. Although it's really fun at TSA, especially because I already opt out and don't go through the scanner thing. So they already are suspicious. And then they're like, what's that on your arm? And I'm like, it's NAD. And then they're like, what's that? And then I'm like, it's a coenzyme in your body that's involved in a lot of metabolic processes and energy production and DNA repair. And then they just look at me really weird, but it's fine. It's totally fine. So again, that's melanieavalon.com slash ion layer to get $100 off your ion layer kit. It comes with six patches, totally the way to go for boosting NAD levels. And I cannot recommend it enough. melanieavalon.com slash ion layer with the coupon code melanieavalon for $100 off. So you were saying earlier that, you know, even the TSA, it's just like a snapshot moment in time. How does that apply to when we are testing T3 and T4? Is that just a snapshot moment in time? Like how telling is that? Well, the tests are free T3 and free T4. What does that mean? Free means what is unbound and available in the system, not what just so. If you are on any thyroid hormone replacement that contains T3, whether it's T3 only, armor, T4, any T4, T3, if you're taking any T3 directly, so anything other than T4 only, you never want to take your morning dose before the test, and you always want to get tested two hours after waking. You know what I mean? We even talked about that with your schedule because you're a night owl. So I was like, all right, well, you know, you're not going to go to the lab at 9 a.m., but whatever time you wake up, try to go within two hours. You do not take your dose. Why? Because if you swallowed your armor or T3 only and you went into the lab a couple hours later, it's going to be peaking at that moment. That's not what's free and unbound. That's what you just sent coursing through your veins. So then that's the problem too. Doctors will say, make sure you take your dose before you go in there. Then they're mistreated or their dose is lowered or whatever because the free T3 will look higher than it should. So free T3 and free T4 are not really just a snapshot. It's pretty accurate as to what's free, unbound, and available and what's in there. Now, when someone's on T4 only, it matters less if they take their dose before they go in there. I always say just don't do it, but they can, but you never want to. I've had a lot of clients who've made that mistake. And I'll look at their labs and I'll go, did you take the, did you take your armor before the test? And they're like, oh shit, I did. And you're like, well, you have false results. You have to get them again. Those are falsely elevated results. Completely false. 
So that's another way that doctors keep patients sick is by telling them to do that. So you just, what you do is you just take it right after the needle gets on your arm and you walk out of the lab, you know, and you just bring your dose with you. It's okay that it's a few hours late that morning. Do you know what I mean? So that's the way to get accurate labs. Morning fasting. You don't have to do lipid panel fasting. You can have water, tea, black coffee, just no food, supplements, everything else. And you go in within two hours of waking up without taking any of your thyroid hormone replacement. And that those are going to be very accurate labs. So I've thought a lot about this. And I actually had on a Dr. Peter Kozowski recently, and we were talking about this, and he had a slightly different opinion. But by not taking it, are you not getting the flip side, like a false negative in a way? No, I've done the experiment before where I, so like in one day I woke up, took my thyroid hormone and then went in two hours later because T3 will peak within two hours roughly. Okay. So I knew like I, so I I would go, I, I went in, actually didn't take the thyroid hormone. I've done it both ways where I don't take it. I've taken it. I've seen where the level is that it's peaking. Now it's okay if it's high when it's peaking, Again, that's the snapshot of its peak. So a doctor will see something, oh my God, your free T3 is too high. You know what I'm saying? And and it's like, yeah, well, because I just swallowed 25 micrograms two hours ago and it's at its peak. So we are looking for free T3 and free T4, what's unbound and available. Again, it is really an uninformed doctor that would ever tell anyone to take their thyroid hormone before a test unless they were doing the experiment that I did. So a free T3 lab, for example, is like the reference range is usually 2.0 to 4.0, Okay. There's some nuances like 2.2 to 4.2. Let's just make it easy for everyone listening and say a free T3 range is like 2.0 to 4.0. Now, it'll be different in, in, in Canada. It might be like 2.0 to 6, whatever. Normal people are in the middle of the range, meaning normal people who aren't taking thyroid hormone, who feel great, the Marxists of the world, their free T3 could be a little bit lower than the middle. But usually normal people that are standard American diets, people out there that are just fine, it's about in the middle. So it would be like 3.0, 3.1 in a scale of 2.0 to 4.0. There are nuances in what it should be for someone on T4 only. It'll kind of still look like middle of the range. But for people on T3 only, it might be at the top of the range or above it, which will really freak people out because they'll claim you're hyper if it's above the range. Again, another reason never to take it before the test. So if a doctor saw my free T3 when it was peaking, when I took my medication and then got tested two hours later to specifically see what the level would be when it was peaking, on a range of 2.0 to 4.0, it was, pro- it was like six, which most people would totally freak out at. And I called Dr. Forsman just to confirm, even though I knew the answer was, I said, well, he goes, I don't care. It's when it's peaking. It's not what's free and unbounded available. That's just the moment that it's peaking. I'm not even worried about it. It's not a problem. And by the way, I was fine. My thyroid, you know, I felt great. It wasn't like we were, I did it as an experiment. So a doctor would totally freak out. So that happens. So then you take your medication, you go in two hours later, and then the free T3 is elevated more than it should be. Or they go, it doesn't have to be over. Like mine was, it could be you're on enough medication when the person needs more. So you don't want to take it. So let's say someone's last, if someone multidoses T3, sorry, NDT, usually their second dose is like between 2 and 4 p.m., if they're, you know, if they're normal people on a normal waking schedule, right? It's like a roughly, you know, eight, let's say you wake up at between seven and eight. Then if a person's multi-dosing NDT, their second dose would be anywhere between two and five. And then you don't do anything and you wait until the next morning. It, that's, it's peaked, whatever, it's dissipated. It's going to show what's free, unbound, and available. That's why there's tests like T3 uptake or total T3. Uh, you, we can tell a little bit by total T3, but you really want free T3 and free T4. That's the other mistake too. Patients are like, hey, can you test free T3, free T4? And then the doctor tests T3 uptake, total, you know, all these other things that again, it's, it's, 
it's not that they're not there for a reason or don't exist, but it's almost like, for example, like for example, I talked about Amy or CJ. CJ's on 175 micrograms of T3. He, we never have to test his TSH. We know what it's going to be. It's going to be suppressed. You know what I mean? Like we don't even need to see that number anymore. It doesn't even matter anymore. But we do need to see his free T3. And it'll correspond with how he is. So some people need a free T3 over the range, even when they're on NDT. Kara being another example, who I mentioned, who's got a 30-minute testimonial slash experience on, if you go to the link through Melanie for the thyroid course, but also in my book, she usually has to be at the top of the range of free, of free T3 to feel well. So on a range of 2.0 to 4.0, she needs to be at like 3.9. So another doctor might go, oh, because they want you to be in the middle because they're comparing your results with normal people that are not on thyroid hormone. You, we cannot do that. You're not accounting for conversion. You're not accounting for all these things. So what we find is that people who are optimized on a T4, T3 combo usually have a free T3 above the mid-range and even towards the top of the range. And that's fine. That doesn't make them hyper. Now, let's go to Mark Sisson, Ben Greenfield, you know, people that are like beasts of like fitness. Okay. Their free T3 is actually going to be lower than the mid-range. Okay. Is that a problem? No, unless they have symptoms. Why would it be lower though than most normal human beings that aren't on thyroid hormone replacement? Why would they have a lower free T3 and not feel hypothyroid? Like let's say their free T3 was like 2.5 and it's a scale of two to four, or now a doctor might go, "Uh uh-oh, but guess what? They're so metabolically efficient that they're what I call T3 efficient. So again, so sometimes you do see that. Brad Kearns is a perfect example of that. He got his thyroid labs done. He passed them by me. He has no hypothyroid symptoms whatsoever. But some medical outfits suggested that they're like, well, we want to optimize your thyroid. So we want to see, we want to give you a thyroid hormone replacement and we want to make sure that your free T3 goes up to the top of the range. Now, I don't know who the fuck these people are, but I literally was like, thank God you called me, Brad. No, you don't need any thyroid hormone replacement at all. Like, what the fuck? So that's a problem. You don't target a number. What are they doing? Who are these people? I mean, it's like medical malpractice, you guys. So sometimes people can have a lower free T3, be doing well, but again, do they have no symptoms? Are their temperatures good? Are they doing great? Usually that person's like kind of an athlete with low body fat or keto or, you know what I mean? Like they're, they're so efficient that they do need less T3 to run on and that's okay too. But for the most part, normal people in this world who don't have any thyroid symptoms, just normal people that aren't, you know, badass athletes, their free T3 is like 3.1 in a range of 2.0 to 3.0. Oh, by the way, just real quick, someone who's out there who's not on thyroid hormone replacements goes in to get the test. Let's say their free T3 on a scale of 2 to 4 is like, and it should be 3.1 or 3.0. Let's say it's 2.8. They could be discounted as well because it's still within the range. They might need a leg up. That might be a scenario for a sprinkle of thyroid hormone replacement. So often doctors just treat the labs and not the patients and their symptoms. So I'm just realizing even more and more how valuable your course will be for people to get to the bottom of their own thyroid issues. So it sounds like there are a lot of potential manifestations that people's labs can present as. For all of the different manifestations, is there in general probably one ideal supplementation route or is there still wiggle room within that? Like for example, you know, compounded T3, T4 versus NDT, natural desiccated thyroid or a combination like me where I'm adding T3? Like how do people, is there one answer for everybody or are there multiple answers? 
multiple answers, but let me elaborate on the compounded. Okay, so NDT, natural desiccated thyroid, the brand names in the United States are Armor, Naturethroid, NP, in Canada it's Urfa, in Thailand it's like thyroid S, whatever. They're all from pigs and each 60 milligram pill has the same amount of T4 and T3 in it, okay? Now, there are fillers in these pills, okay? Some have gluten, some have, right? You know what I mean? So if so, the reason to go to compounded is two reasons. Number one, you have an issue with the fillers that are in these things, right? Let's say it's cornstarch in it or whatever it is, right? So if someone's very sensitive to fillers, that's where, why you go compounded because they remove all of that. The other reason to go compounded is so in one 60 milligram pill of natural desiccated thyroid, regardless of what brand, regardless of the world, there is 38 micrograms of T4 and nine micrograms of T3. That's it. You can't separate it. Meaning you can break them apart and do that, but you can't like... And you can add to it if you want, like you're doing, but you, you can't, you know what I mean? So in, with compounded, you can couture it down to the microgram. You know, if someone really just needs an extra 2.5 or they can, they can make it exactly in the way that they want. And again, it avoids any reactions to potential fillers. No one needs to go to compounded unless they do have an issue with the fillers. The other reason is it's from pigs. If you have a religious objection, then you could go to compounded and, or you could just go to Synthroid and Cytomel. Synthroid is the brand name for T4 in the States. Cytomel is the brand name. You don't have to do brand name, but it's levothyroxine is T4. Lyothyronine sodium is T3. So you could do a combination of that because then it's not from a pig, right? Then, then whatever your religious beliefs or what, let's say you're a vegan and you just don't want to contribute to killing pigs. Okay. There are people, look, I've, I've had to treat vegans and people that are in this scenario. So that's why, so those are the options there. But now there was one scenario where a Jewish client of mine objected to doing pigs. Okay. So of course they don't eat pigs, but it's totally fine. It turned out that compounded T4, T3 was cheaper than doing like levothyroxine and lyothyronine sodium, synthroid cytomel, like synthetic T4, T3. So they chose compounded because it was like $30 cheaper. Sometimes it's more expensive depending on where you live. So again, you know, you can make those decisions too. And so then also too, there are nuances. Like I talked to someone recently, they needed, they, they were on NDT, labs were good, but their T4 was kind of already good. They don't need to add any more T3, but you know what? Their T3 needed to be raised. In that situation, we added T3 to that. Just like you, you might need to add something. Sometimes people need to add a little bit T4 to it too. It's fine. It could go either way. But usually, okay, like for the most part, people can get optimized on just NDT or the, the, those classic ratios of T4 to T3. You know, so if one, you know, 60 milligram pill of NDT has 38 T4, 9 T3, then how do you match that with like Synthroid Cytomel? Well, it could be... 50 T4, 10 T3. It could be 25 T4, 10 T3. You can get it kind of close, right? You know what I mean? Like that's kind of how you do that. So when people are taking your course, how does it work for them analyzing their own labs? Will they basically be able to see how their labs present and then what they learn in the course, they'll be able to like match it? They'll be absolutely able to go, oh, I know now how to only to evaluate mine and I know what the possible answers are. And even if you start one of those answers, like you have to start thyroid hormone replacement, you'll know how to gauge the labs from it and also determine what you might need to do with a nuance. I talk about, I have a, an entire 
module just on NDT dosing, an entire module just on. And then not only that, I go through 25 examples of a variety of labs and scenarios of how you can look at these things, including Hashimoto's antibodies, including low ferritin and iron. So everything related to the thyroid picture, again, it's 30 hours. I've got Dr. Forsman has an exclusive hour on thyroid in there, plus an entire hour on detox and two hours on digestion. Okay. And then Brad Kearns is on there, an exclusive talking about paleo, primal, keto, everything having to do with metabolic efficiency and caloric efficiency when it comes to diet. Then there's Palmer Kippola on there. She wrote Beat Autoimmune. She cured herself of MS, everybody. It took her 20 years to figure it all out. She did, and it was kind of easy at the end of the day had she just known the information that she writes about now. So she talks about that. She not only cured herself of MS, but she also happens to be on Armour Thyroid. Sometimes there's dual immunity. She doesn't have Hashimoto's though, but she has MS. But now if you tested her blood, she has no MS. She's not positive for it at all. She's amazing. Everyone should look her up if you have MS or know anyone with MS. And so she's on there as well with an exclusive module. I have a double certified health coach who talks about paleoprimal, how to do it, what it means to you. Again, it's it's 30 hours. It's a lot. But here's the thing. You get lifetime access, a minimum of two years. I imagine I'll be running the course forever, but I don't know. Let's say I die or I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we'll still probably get it. I'll give it to everybody. Just here you go in your inbox. But for most part, you have lifetime access, which kind of is a false thing to offer people in general because people go, well, what is that? But as long as this course is going on, you have lifetime access. Why? Because you could be like me where you see this course, you get optimized on NDT, and then a couple of years later, you got a reverse T3 problem. Now you got to go back to my course and figure out how to do T3 only, right? So it's completely comprehensive. And, you know, and also it comes with a copy of my book, a PDF of my book, The Paleothyroid Solution. So, you know, I, I don't read the book in the course. I read some sections, but for example, I don't have a whole module on like how the adrenal glands work because it's in my book and you have my book, right? But I'm giving you the direct straight out of my mouth, like how do you solve this? And so aside from just an introductory, like, you could be come off the street and know nothing about hypothyroidism, and the course will take you through like, what is it? What's the deal? How do I evaluate labs? What labs should look like for normal people? What labs should look like if you're on Synthroid or T4 only? What your labs look like? What are the nuances? Because these nuances are the most important thing. Now, could I cover every nuance on planet Earth? No, right? Because... There's millions of people out there, but for the most part, I covered all of the ones because that's my goal. I look, I mean, I don't know. I do, like I said, I allow once you buy the course, you do have access to a low cost half an hour sessions with me. Who knows how long I'll be doing that though? I mean, I hope forever, but I may not. And so in that case, this is the legacy I want to leave. I mean, for doctors to take it, you know, doctors and health coaches could really benefit from this. Otherwise they're evaluating everything incorrectly, but that's what this is meant to. Now, there's no other thyroid course out there at all. There's only one other, and it's really not comprehensive. There's no thyroid courses out there. This is literally the only one. It's the most in-depth. And even the some other thyroid authors and experts don't have it. They just have, again, like their books, and their books are great. But like my book, I show you a few things. I give you an example, but I can't, I couldn't cover all of these nuances that I could cover in hours of recording and showing labs on a video and talking about, you know, what this looks like. So someone is bound to look at these things and go, wait, my labs look that way. Wait, I've covered like all of the ways labs, <laughs> you know what I mean? Can look all of the problems and the associated issues. Like I've had men come to me who have low testosterone 
and the doctor just gives them testosterone. But you know what? The precursor to your sex hormones is your thyroid, thyroid hormones. They are responsible for the production and re regulation of your sex hormones. So the fail on an uninformed doctor would to be not test the thyroid first and rule it out and just give someone testosterone, which is what they do. Then the person goes, well, I don't really feel any better, right? <laughs> so that's happened a couple of times where I've had men come to me who were just given testosterone and it turns out they had a thyroid problem. You correct the thyroid problem, you get rid of the testosterone, their body starts making it again. Granted, age is a factor, but I'm talking about men who are between like 25, 35, 45, you know what I mean? If you're 70 and you come to me and you have low testosterone, I'm not sure that thyroid hormones is going to bring that back at that point. You might have to supplement with it, right? But that's the move. So it happens with women too. Women, because it's the precursor, it can cause miscarriages, infertility, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is like temporary. I was misdiagnosed with that. I don't have it. I temporarily had it. It was induced by a thyroid problem. Gynecologically, it manifests itself a lot with women. So again, the, the, the doctors are dum-dums. They take the TSH. They go, oh, it's in within range. See you later. Not going to look at anything else. And then they give the person progesterone or estrogen or whatever. And that wasn't the problem. It happened with a 25-year-old. He had a very serious reverse T3 problem. He was on testosterone for like a year. Nothing happened. Doctor, why a doctor would give a 25-year-old testosterone without looking at the back end of what could cause that is insane, right? But you know. And that's what happened. That's what we worked on. He got on the right amount of thyroid hormones and got off the testosterone. And then his testosterone went back up to 25-year-old levels. All he needed was the proper thyroid hormone levels to create that in him. Especially with the reverse T3 thing, I had my own experience with that where I had really high reverse T3, which was a problem in and of itself. But then my doctor at the time, who was more holistic and was not a conventional doctor, she switched me. Like I was on a T4, T3 combo. I think I was on NDT at the time. And she just switched me to just T3 compounded to try to reduce my reverse T3. I literally thought I was dying. Like I, it was the worst experience. There's just so many potential issues and problems out there. So I think people are really going to be able to make massive changes in their health with this. So I really, I can't thank you enough. Creating this course, what was the experience like creating it? Like how long did you want to create it? And then when you actually sat down, I remember us talking on the phone when you were like, you know, working on it for so long. How was that experience? Well, I'd wanted to do it for so long. And then I kind of just, then when I finally was like, okay, I'm doing it, it didn't, what took longer was, you know, working on the web, like what format, like what platform I was going to use, how all the back ends of how it would work to purchase and do the course and write the copy for it. All of that actually took a little bit longer. The information was already in my brain. So it was just like getting together lab results, uh, you know, interviewing people and seeing like, how am I going to structure this? And then once I sat down to do it, it was just then the hours that you hear, right? Because I... I've, I've had it. It's all been in here forever, which is why I wanted to just spit it out and give it to everybody. You know, because what I have found too, is there's a lot of people that come to me pretty educated, you know, but again, this has been like my game for years, like nonstop. Right. So I don't expect that anyone's like going to be as involved, but then the ones that come to me that don't know anything, see, that's the bummer, right? It's like, no, you, here's why. You need to learn about this, whether you have a good doctor or not. They might retire. They might do something that's not cool. You have a disease. Learn about it. I don't care what it is, right? You can't 
put your health in the hands of a doctor. I was hurt by them. I was misdiagnosed by them. I'm here to tell you, it's not the game you want to play. Those are the people that suffer for 15 years and then they're finally contacting me or they're finally taking my course because they realize, oh, I guess I need to know about this problem that I have because they entrusted that a doctor would understand and fix it because they should, but they don't. They should know, but they don't. I remember one time years ago, as another class example, it has nothing to do with thyroid. I, I had like, so sometime I, I had not uh, been dating anyone or been sexually active for a period of time. So this wasn't as a result of that, but I had like a pH balance off in my, you private, like, you know, it's like, Hmm, this is weird. I go to the gynecologist. like, Oh yeah, you have like a imbalance. You need to take this antibiotic. And I was like, mm, and I looked up this antibiotic and it had like horrible, just like horrible side effects and all this kind of stuff. And I thought, well, I called Dr. Forsman. He goes, oh my God, let me call you into the compounding pharmacy, uric acid pills, shove them up there once a day for 12 days and you're done. It fixed it. Wait, was this the boric acid or uric acid? Oh, sorry, boric acid. Uric acid. Sorry, uric acid is when you have gout. <laughs> sorry, wrong. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Thank you for correcting me on that. Sorry, I don't know why I threw that out there. Yeah, sorry, boric acid. And again, like it was 40 bucks versus the $100 antibiotic who God knows what would have done. And often my doctor goes, oh, you can do that. It could come back. It could come back again. Like it's just not the way to go, right? So, you know, that's a perfect example of like a functional integrative physician versus your standard care classic doctor that just goes by what they learned 40 years ago. And they were like, they were like, I was like, well, what could have caused this? Like, I'm not having sex. I'm like, I don't, I'm not like not washing underwear. It's like, I don't know what, you know, and they're like, they're like, look, it could happen from like, you got soap in there or accidentally fecal matter got in there. Like, we don't know, but just like, this is what happens. And this is what you have to do. And they were talking to me as if like my vagina was going to explode. This is like dangerous and all this stuff. And then meanwhile, Dr. Forsman's like, go get a phone. This is the dumbest thing ever. And it completely was fine. So my God, look at the two scenarios there. So most people get the first scenario. That's all they know. And they trust the doctor. The doctor's a gynecologist. The doctor's telling them they could die. Their vagina could explode. And so like, oh my God. And then, and I was just like, yeah, there's got to be another way, right? And there was. There's another way. Turns out it was easier and $60 cheaper. Hi, friends. One of the most valuable things that I do every single night of my life is my infrared sauna session. The brand that I use is Sunlighten. I did a lot of research on infrared saunas before deciding on them. Their saunas are so high quality. They're low EMF. And what I really love is they have a solo unit. That's what I have. And it's really great if you live in a small apartment, might be moving. It's just really an amazing investment. And they have incredible deals and offers on it right now. You can actually get up to $200 off with the code Melanie Avalon. Or if you're talking to a rep, just tell them that I sent you. And like I said, that will be up to $200 off. And that will also get you $99 shipping. Normally the shipping is like $600. So that's a really, really big deal. And if you do purchase a sauna, forward your proof of purchase to podcast at melanieavalon.com. And I will also send you a signed copy of my book, What, When, Why. If you'd like to learn more about the science of sauna, two resources. I interviewed the founder of Sunlighten, Connie Zach. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. And then I also recently did an epic blog post all about the science of sauna. We'll also put that in the show notes. All right, now back to the show. I had a recent experience with the gynecologist and she did a hormone panel, which was normal, but based on the results, she wanted to put me on just this high dose of a hormone. I was like, but I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> and then I, I went and did a second opinion with another doctor and they were like, yeah, you don't need to be on that. 
Second opinions and third opinions are important. Unfortunately, with thyroid, they go through several doctors, but if they're staying in the conventional route, they're just going to get here, take Synthroid. They're not going to get the right test. Another thing I want to mention, this happens all the time. I mentioned in my book, I mentioned in my course, I had clients cry to me over it. So they ask their doctor, hi, can you take this panel that I suggest they take, right? Like, hi, can you take this panel? And the doctor goes, yeah, sure. They go into the lab and then somehow like three of those tests are missing. Mm-hmm. This happens all the time. <laughs> yeah. And I say like, here's the thing. You have to check their work. Is the shit checked? Ask the phlebotomist. And if it's not, don't waste a blood draw because now they're crying and they've got to go in next week to get the reverse T3 or whatever. And let me tell you something that sucks about this. That is such, first of all, that's like, it's literally no different than you being like, oh, hey, can you, you know, pay me back the hundred bucks? And I'm like, here's, here's 50. And you're like, um, where's the other 50? Like, you didn't tell me you couldn't pay the other 50. You just gave me 50. Like, you'd think I would have said, well, here's 50. I can get you the other 50. Right. So they don't even tell you, they don't call you and say, hey, I disagree with your list. They're just fucking assholes who go, this patient doesn't know what they're talking about. I'm not ordering this. And they don't tell you, they don't go, oh, hey, I'm not willing to order this now that I've looked at it. They don't even give you a chance to argue with it. They just don't check it off. So again, and so this is so funny. When this is another classic one. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, no, no, my my doctor tested my my thyroid's fine." I'm like, "Well, I need to see the labs now." Ninety nine percent of the time, they're not fine. I talked to one woman who had been on thyroid hormone replacement for years, and she was a friend who my friend invited on a hike with us, and she's talking to us about this. And I said, "Well, did your doctor test the free T three or reverse T 3 And she goes, "I'm sure they tested the free T three And I go, "All right, well, I'm suspicious. I'd like you to go. You you shouldn't be suffering if they know what they're doing. So, tell me. And they wrote back. They're like, "Oh my god, they only tested the TSH and T four. Turns out she had a horrible reverse T three problem, and she had to like go on different and corrected it. And she had been literally in this game for ten years and went through early menopause at forty. Okay, so not a shocker." But how much time was wasted because you just trust that your doctor knows what's up because you think they should be the expert in the thing because they have a degree. They don't. I shouldn't know more than doctors. I shouldn't have an MD write me and go, you know more than most. I, that shouldn't happen, Melanie. Like, it, that's wrong, isn't it? But this is the way it is. Sometimes they just, I think, honestly, leave it off by accident. But I have experienced that a lot. So I really, really encourage people when they get their when they're getting the labs drawn or have the lab slip to double check because that's happened to me so many times. So Yeah. And it's with anything. You could be like, hey, I'm starting to date someone. I want to get an STD panel. And you give them a list and they go, oh, you only need these three things. And you're like, oh, really? I don't need HIV? And the other, like, what? Like, you know, they'll just, they'll be like, oh, because in their standard of care, they're like, well, unless you have symptoms or there's a problem, we don't test it. Well, you, you could have told me before I went into the lab, like this happens with almost everything, right? So you have to double check. Even if you say to your doctor, hey, look, I need you to tell me, like, I'm not, I don't want to go in the lab and have you not check these. Like, can you take all of these tests? Now, another story is I went to the Dum Dum's obese insurance doctor down the street for like whatever to get the pap smear and the order for the mammogram or whatever, like the local, you know, get a panel. And I, I went into her and I told her who I was. And I said, listen, I work with a functional doctor who doesn't take insurance. These are the tests that he wants me to get. And I handed her a list and I said, are you Okay with testing these for me so that they can be covered under insurance. She like takes a few minutes to look it over and she says, sure, I'm happy to, to order these all for you, but I don't know what some of them mean. Okay. Number one, glad she admitted it. Number two, do you think that mofo went home that night and said, what are these tests I don't know about? Maybe I should look into it. I guarantee you she didn't. 
Guarantee it. You know, like that's a dumbass way to be a doctor, but I guarantee you she did not. She should have. She should be like, what are these other tests this doctor's ordering that I have no idea about? Maybe I should look into this. What's that? What's that? But they don't have time to geek out. They don't have time to do that. They're just like cookie cutter, put through the mill, standard of care, whatever the endocrinologist association is, T4 is the only answer. They'll still say things like, oh, armor's for pigs, not humans. I've heard that a million times. That's not true. (laughs) It's USP. It's completely... Now, I will say, some of the NDT companies have had issues in the past couple of years that that don't make that look good for that sort of false impression of doctors because a couple of the companies have had issues where they formulated it incorrectly and fucked up and put too much T3 in something or not enough, right? So... There have been a couple manufacturing issues. Armor, Nature Throid, and NP have all gone through it. As of right now, at the time of this recording, Armor's fine. Nature Throid's a little bit hard to come by. NP is great. So again, they're all usually good, but yes, there has been some blips. But that doesn't mean they're for pigs, not humans. It means there was a manufacturing dumbass issue with the pharmaceutical company. And you know what? It didn't make it any better, right? For the people trying to say NDT is good for them to have done that, right? You know what I mean? But okay. So those got resolved. There were a couple of recalls that happened as a result of that. So people started to get a little hypo because their medication was less when they were on NatureThroid when that happened with that company. And then it happened with NP for a while where they put too much. And so, you know, okay, is that an argument for doing synthetic T4, T3 or compounded? Maybe, because you'd always ensure that there's not going to be that issue. But again, that was a blip in time for the most part. All of I would still recommend NDT to people. It's it's kind of the easiest and cheapest way to go. But again, considering like religious objections or anything vegan or, you know, you don't want to kill pigs and okay, there's other options. I've also heard on the flip side, some people say that compounded has more of a potential for dosage issues because it's less stigently regulated. Like it's just up to basically the compounding pharmacy. And so if they screw up. Yeah. You know what? Dr. Forsman has an example that he gave once. Usually they're reliable. You get a good compounding pharmacy, they're reliable. But you are correct that that could happen. He had a situation one time where a compounding pharmacy effed up and put like a shitload of T3 in there. And the patient called with like a crazy elevated heart rate, had to be put on beta blockers, right? And like rushed to the emergency room. Okay. So now the patient didn't blame my doctor, right? You know, for that, it was a horrible thing. He talks about like what an awful thing, but in general, it's reliable. Still, if you were afraid of that, then yes. If you were afraid of that, plus potential NDT manufacturing issues, then you go to Synthroid, you go to Levothyroxine. Although I will say this about Levothyroxine, and my doctor says it in my book. Out of He's been a doctor for like 35 years. Of all the things he prescribes, and he prescribes a lot of stuff to people, he has no problems with pharmaceuticals. He's still an integrative functional physician and takes the natural route as much as possible. He will not prescribe generic level, the generic Synthroid. So Synthroid is the brand name. I take Synthroid. I will not take Levothyroxine generically. He has found that in patients in labs, it can mess up like liver panels. It can be wonky. So if you have now generic Cytomel, generic Lyothyronine sodium is just fine. I take generic T3. But as far as T4 goes, if you're taking synthetic T4, which is Levothyroxine, you want to try to get the U.S. brand name, which is Synthroid. 
If you go to the landing page for Elle's course, which I made a redirect. So if you go to melanieavalon.com slash ultimate thyroid course, and the code Melanie will get you 15% off of that. So Elle, thank you so much for that. You can watch, it's like a two hour video on the landing page. Yeah. If you go to the landing page, there's a a little video, there's a little like two, three minute video, but in there I say, Hey, if you don't know who I am and you want to learn more about this before investing in the course, click on the button below here, which will take you to the free two hour masterclass, whereas it's just me talking and kind of shoring up a lot of what we said, maybe in a more linear order, right? But it has free downloads. It has, you know, like a free meditation. It's got a free like paleo primal guide in there. So again, you know, if you're unsure, there is like a two hour free masterclass and that in and of itself might be able to help you. But if that's not enough, then yeah, you'll want to take the course and go back to that. So, and then also on the sales page in the course landing page, man, I mean, there's a a blip from Dr. Forsman from Palmer talking about curing her MS. There's like, you know, little clips, there's a clip of Brad that's four minutes. And then there's a couple testimonials that are like one person was on T3 only. It's her testimonial, Debbie. She's like 63 years old. There's Carrie who's on there. She is the founder of the website, Clean Eating Kitchen, Carrie Forrest. She had her thyroid removed due to thyroid cancer. So, you know, she was really sick being on Synthroid only, mean being on T4 only. In fact, if you are missing a thyroid gland, you know, I had someone, side note, I had someone who like was, I don't know, they, they called me because they knew a friend of mine and they had gotten through thyroid cancer and they were like, oh, they're thinking about writing a book about their experience with thyroid cancer. They want to talk to you. And because they were a friend of a friend, I was like, all right. So I get on the phone with this guy and he's like, I'm thinking about writing a book about my experience with thyroid cancer and helping people with thyroid issues. And I go, great. Do you know what reverse T3 is? And he said, I have no idea what you're talking about. I go, then please don't write another useless thyroid book. No, really. Like, don't. Like, dude, you need to learn everything I know and more if you're going to write anything that's going to contribute to the space because I've read every thyroid book out there. They're garbage. The only two other ones that I recommend other than my book, The Paleo Thyroid Solution, is Jamie Stop the Thyroid Madness by Janie Bothorp and Paul Robinson's book, Recovering with T3, because it is the definitive only book that is solely on if you needed to go on T3 only. And those are the only two people, I, two books I ever, authors I ever recommend. So, you know, that's the, you know, that just kind of like hardcore, but sorry, don't, don't contribute to the misunderstandings anymore. You know what I mean? And he just like, he had gotten through and he felt triumphant and they put him on thyroid hormone replacement and he still doesn't know any of the things we just talked about. So he realized, I mean, he, he, he took it well, you know, I, you know, presented it a little bit more diplomatically, but he took it well and he understood. And he appreciated it. So on the court, uh, on the landing page too is again, there's just a th- Carrie is a thyroid cancer survivor. They do not usually do well on T4 only because some of the conversion does happen in the thyroid gland, and when you're missing one, often you really need to be on a T4 T3 combo. You'll hear her talk about this, but let me give you her dosage for example, just so you can be like, oh, this is what this person doses it. She takes 100 micrograms of T4 in the morning with 25 micrograms of T3. Then a few hours, like four or five hours later, she takes. 10 micrograms of T3. Then about four hours after that, she takes another 10 micrograms of T3. Most doctors would be absolutely, like their minds would explode hearing that in schedule. But her doctor is also Dr. Forsman. And she found me because she heard an interview that I had done when the book first came out. And she realized Dr. Forsman was in her neighborhood and she could barely stand. She was passing out. 
She has no thyroid gland. It is of the utmost importance. And then her life has been changed since then. And she's been on that, on that dose for a while. So you can hear her testimonial about going through thyroid cancer. Then there's a T3 only, Debbie, on there. And then there's Kara, who's Hashimoto's. And she talks about her experience, which I mentioned a little bit about here. You literally can go directly just to the landing page and listen to these people talk. And there might be something in there that makes you... I've had people write me and go, hey, I heard you on an interview. Thank God you talked about A, B, and C. I went and got tested and I fixed my shit and I'm doing great. Awesome. I, I Look, everyone wants to sell books and courses, but that's why I put all that information on there so that you know you might be able to just get enough information to go fix it. People would go, oh, that's dumb. You should try to sell courses. No, because I'm trying to change a freaking horrible global problem. Which you are doing and you know, so few people are. And like, I really, really encourage listeners who are struggling with hypothyroidism, you know, get the course and it will really, really help. If you're on the fence at all, definitely go to that landing page and click the link to get the the two hour video that Elle has, because I mean, it's overwhelmingly helpful. And at the end, when you're, when you're like crying, I was almost crying. I was like, this is so, this is so intense. Oh, the two hour masterclass. Yeah. Yeah. It's emotional. You know, it's like, because I think about my old self that had to do this on my own, that was so sad and hating it and crying and bloated and fat and just freaking hair falling out and miserable and bleeding and like, what? And so, you know, I, 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 it sometimes comes back. It comes up in me where, you know, it's more about me feeling so sad for my old helpless feeling self, but I'm here to tell you, you know, I have a philosophy degree and I know more about this. And I, this is not impossible to learn. I was, did not excel in math and science. If you ask me what 10% of a hundred was, I mean, I can kind of tell you what it, but I'd kind of be like, let me get the calculator. <laughs> like I hate math, like hate science. And I remember back in grade school, my science teacher was like, if you don't learn science and math, like you're going to end up sweeping the floors at like a amusement park. And I remember being like, uh, ha ha, you like me now, bitches. Clearly I d- didn't need to. Cause most of this, and I think people have grasped a little of this in our conversation. Most of this, you can understand philosophically and theoretically. You know what I mean? Now, granted, do I really know, like if someone were like, explain a cell and an atom to me. And I'd be like, I don't, I just, not the person to ask. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Clearly, I don't know more about human biology maybe than someone who went to medical school. But you don't need to to understand how to fix this and grasp it, even if you're someone out there that it makes sense once it's explained right. It's not that hard to understand once you understand the like really basic concepts. Like it's not rocket science. And I think if anyone, and you, I know you know this, but people listening probably are also like, She's explaining stuff in a way that I can understand. Yeah, because I was a dum-dums with math and science. I didn't know. So that's how I explain it to people, right? And there is repetition in the course. Like you don't just hear about the feedback loop once. You hear it a couple times. You know, it has to be reminded. You have to like keep getting the hang of it. Do you know what I mean? Got to keep learning. It's like slightly different ways. That's right. That's right. But it is really just the landing page alone and or the the two-hour masterclass. And it's honestly, it, people were like, you should be charging so much more for this. And you know the reason I'm not? Because I spent over $15,000 as a broke actor back in the day when I first struggled with this in Hollywood. And I spent money I didn't have. I went to so many dumb doctors. I got put on so many, like, it was so, I know how much money people have already spent by the time they come looking for find me. So I want to make it extremely reasonable. And especially with the 15% off, it is like less than a functional medicine doctor appointment. And it's there for you forever. And furthermore, you need to learn this. Like, just can't 
Because you're going to have, if you have this problem for, and by the way, there's ways to correct it naturally in the course too. I mean, that's always the first order of business. I am not someone who suggests everyone should go on thyroid hormone. There's people that have called me that I'm like, uh, you don't need thyroid hormone at all. You know what I mean? So, or have fixed it versus other methods. Just going gluten-free has fixed people's Hashimoto's. Literally. Sometimes you don't, sometimes just taking iron and upping your iron. Like there are sometimes very simple fixes to this. So I don't want anyone to think that I'm just thinking everyone need, with a thyroid problem needs to go right. The Paleo Thyroid Solution book, it was not about, hey, go on thyroid hormone if you have a problem. It's, hey, here are the things you can do to solve it naturally. But if those don't work, number one, I'm going to give you the information in the course, especially to solve it specifically. And then two, at least if you've tried the, you know, sort of more natural protocol first, you've primed your body to receive thyroid hormones so that they can be metabolized properly, so they can get to where they need to go. Right. So it's it's not ever a cookie cutter. There are clients I've worked with where we go, yeah, try the natural thing. Maybe you need to go gluten free. You got Hashimoto's, you got antibodies. And sometimes that just has fixed it. Well, this has been absolutely amazing. So again, for listeners, go to melanieavalon.com slash ultimate thyroid course. The coupon code Melanie will get you 15% off. And L, I just can't thank you enough for everything that you are doing. Like you were, I was just thinking about, I already said it once and I'm saying it again. Like this is such a huge issue affecting so many people and there are so few people doing something about it. And you are just like, you're providing answers and solutions and salvation to so many people. So thank you. Thank you for all you're doing because your podcast and the work you're doing is amazing. Also love your book. I did recently interview Melanie on my new show, the the uh, El Rush show. So that's a good biohacking conversation. But I love that you're getting the word out there. And honestly, sometimes the best comes from people who've been through it, right? I mean, the best-selling thyroid books, the two I mentioned as well than mine, they're thyroid patients. It's not a surprise, you know, or like someone who's been through it. And you are a biohacker and presenting great information. So I love all the work you're doing as well. And just for being a wonderful friend and awesome lady in this world, it's just, and that's, you know what, look, Hey, I'm grateful for this thyroid problem. It's not only given me an incredible life, it's helped me help other people. I've met wonderful people through podcasting in the health industry, in the paleo world, like you. You know what I mean? What a wonderful thing. Like, so it was all a blessing in disguise. <laughs> yeah. No, I was just thinking, because right at the very beginning, you were talking about when we first met, I completely forgot it was on Primal Blueprint podcast, I think. Yes, which I hosted for eight years, yeah. I totally forgot how we met. That was so long ago. And that was when I was still really struggling with getting my my thyroid together. Well, you sort of already answered it, so you could say the same answer <laughs> if you like, but I always end this show with what is something that you're grateful for? I, I, you know, I think just on the heels of this conversation, I am so grateful that I am not suffering. You know, if you don't have a thyroid gland, you're going to die on a stranded island. So what's life going to be like when you have subpar levels? It feels like a slow death. That's what it felt like. I list over 40 symptoms in my book. I had 30. I have none, okay? Because I take the right amount of thyroid hormone to be on hypothyroid. So the greatest in here, and this is what I tell everyone out there, even if you have a, whether you have a thyroid problem or not, maybe you're struggling with something else. Let me just say that once you overcome it, I think it's actually the best thing in the world in a way because there's people out there that never have had health problems and so they don't have the contrast. And I'm not sure that they're as grateful for their health as you can be when you've overcome something, right? If someone got through breast cancer and chemo and they get on the other end, usually they're like, oh my God, it taught me who my friends were, taught me what life was worth, like what's important, right? And so there are still moments, the level of gratitude I have for 
being normal now and not having these issues never gets old. It's like a continual gratitude thing. And so, and also the level of empathy you have for people that are suffering. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a totally different level. I I completely understand. I empathize because I did suffer. So I just hang in there and perseverance pays is the last thing I'll say. It just pays. If I didn't, you know, I had people during, I write in this, the book, I had people being like, well, you're going to have to, when all these doctors, you know, like 25 different, do- you know, people were like, you're going to eventually have to listen to one of these doctors and da, da, da. And I didn't, I did it myself. I'm glad I did. You have to persevere. I was at the point I wasn't suicidal, but I say this in my book. I got to a point of suffering so badly with hypothyroidism. I had the thought, I, if this doesn't get fixed soon, I might have to think about thinking about it because I can't live this way. I couldn't wait to go to bed every night so that I didn't have to be awake to experience what it was like to be in my body and feel the horrible symptoms. So that is just never-ending never ending gratitude. And it, it keeps coming up as I talk to people all over the world with problems. It, it it's I'm always reminded because of their suffering. You know what I mean? It's always just like, oh, I get off the phone call and I'm like, thank God I'm not there. Oh my God, I got over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm so grateful for that as well. You can't know the load that you let go of if you never had that load. And it just feels so light to not have it. And then also, like you said, to empathize with people because I just feel for them so much when they have these symptoms. I know you and I went on a tangent, I think about like constipation and like the, like the fears and all the things that we had with that during hypothyroidism. And Well, you can take your magnesium to help along with that, everybody. But if you have a thyroid problem and it's non-resolved, yeah. And then also, I'm so grateful that you created the supplements you did because serapeptase is something that, again, I take regularly because of having high fibrinogen and some other things, you know, that just were like normal within having thick blood. And, and I take it as a maintenance anti-inflammatory dose. And of course I am a big fan of magnesium in general and take magnesium almost every night. And so these are important nutrients and I'm so glad that you are providing them as well. Oh, thank you. I was thinking about talking about on today's show, but we didn't really get to it. We need to have another episode where we just talk about like female entrepreneur, biohacker, like help, like just all of that stuff. Cause it's just, it's really, really cool. Everything that you're doing. And I find it really inspiring. Well, I think you're all, you and I are probably both examples of like from nothing to something. How do you create yourself as an, like, how do you move forward with that? It's kind of an interesting conversation. Yeah. And I really wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if I hadn't had those health issues. So I can genuinely say I'm grateful for them. Like I would not be here. Well, it gave you a career and the same with me too, essentially. One that was maybe unexpected, right? But great, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, well, thank you, Elle. You are so amazing. You're one of my favorite people. I really, really mean that. So again, listeners, melanieavalon.com slash ultimate thyroid course. Coupon code Melanie will get you 15% off and enjoy the rest of your day. I will talk to you sooner rather than later. You too. Thanks, Elle. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Melanie Avalon Biohacking Podcast. For more information, you can check out my book, What When Wine? Lose weight and feel great with paleo-style meals, intermittent fasting, and wine, as well as my blog, MelanieAvalon.com. Feel free to contact me at podcast at MelanieAvalon.com. And always remember, you got this.